Warning, the following may contain were-tigers. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced, disaster! After Kellen's panicked assault upon one of the Vistani, Irina and Ismark have agreed to flee the village straight away. But first, the deceased Burgomaster must be put to rest. This will be a really quick burial. Yes. Is there a hole? No. Uh, have we, have we what about... A hole? Oh, uh, there's, there's, there's a couple of, of uh, holes, uh, pre-existing holes that I guess you could... Have a go at. There's it a just, door where where Doru was locked, and we could just roll the body down there. Oh my God. You are still on, you're in timeout, sir. You don't get to make suggestions <laughs> about desecrating bodies. You're as Master Sunder said. You're on the naughty step. You, <laughs> you, you, you definitely get the impression that both uh, Irina and Ismark are are really worried about uh, the hornet's nest that you guys have kicked up right now. So they are more than I think happy. We all are. They are more than we happy to are. have a go at. Um, uh, you know, they keep talking about the the curse of the Vistani. Uh, it's, it's a really big deal, de- really big deal to them to not have to deal with this. So they're more than happy to have a go at one of the old um, uh, burial, you know, one of the old graves, basically that, that are pre-existing. And, and, and I, I think like the, 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 those of us who are good at magic should go like create a, a, a sort of intimidating distraction while the barbarian who made this mess and our wonderful priest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, see the body interred. So. What do you say? Good enough. Okay. Do you have any fireballs in you? Talfron? Talfron? The only one of us who who casts fireballs. You have any? Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. And I'm going to do a a minor illusion of uh, a sort of uh, um, uh, a a twisting flame. Can I do that? Is Is that something I can do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So five foot cube is the rule. Yeah. Oh, for me. Okay. So um, a burning bush uh, near the graveyard where they're doing their their ceremony. I will, will set it on fire with my mind. Okay. Maybe like away from us. Okay, we'll do it across the street in the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Master Summer puts a, a game, puts her hand on. Oh, sorry, not Master Summer. Uh, Irina puts her hand on Master Summer's uh, shoulder. Uh, and she says, "Will you, you, you say some nice words for me? He, he, he was a kind man." Okay. I'll gently lift the body and and set it in the grave, and, uh, and then start kicking dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that, please. <laughs> so, um, I'm unsure how to uh, pray or how you pray here. We just remain standing and bow our heads and uh, clasp our hands together. So yes. uh, join me in a prayer to the um, morning Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes, yes. Here, oh morning Lord, <laughs> the outcries of those mourning, uh, pay attention to their prayers. From the ends of all the earth, we know all creation cries out to you when their hearts give out in despair. But catch our tears in your 
wallet of light, O oh Lord, for all mankind does come to you in the end, and we all fear the dark. Um, show us favor as we keep track of our wandering. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and she, you know, uh, is Mark is is Mark shed a tear and. Uh, Irina takes your hand and clasps it between your between both of hers, and she says, "Thank you, thank you." He he would have appreciated that. I fire off a, okay. fire off a solemn commemorative firewall into the air. Okay. The um, night is dark and full of terrors. I didn't and, have to say oh, it. Shit. <laughs> and 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 now shall we run? <laughs> I I think that I think that would be a good idea. Um, uh, so. Uh, Yes, I think that would be a good idea. There is a the the road that you uh, that you took into the village, the the eastern road. It it, it runs uh, west as well, um, and and that is the main way out of Barovia. Now, I, I do not think we should uh, find the road straight in the center of the village, but perhaps if we skirt around uh, the outside of it, that should uh, take us well on our way. I'm a man of the alley. That sounds like an excellent plan. Yeah. I'll defer to everyone else from now on for plans. <laughs> uh, you, you accomplished our goal. I mean, it's true. It's true. Unfortunately, uh, Irina and I are not able to, to make it home to, to gather supplies, but uh, from what I can tell, uh, you might have enough on your persons to, to, to get us by until we get to Valaki. Yes. Well, we yes. could just like like swing by for the gold. Surely we have enough time just to kind of like... Uh, the, I don't think we should go back. The, the family like jewels or anything? Do we not think we should go back for the, the silver? No. Do you want to go there and then meet us at Balaki? Yeah. I can make myself scarce. I... No, all right, we'll run, we'll run. We'll come back, though. <laughs> yes. We've not seen the last of us. Much <laughs> Okay. And can we keep an eye out for that? Was it Jenny Green Teeth? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jenny Green Teeth. Yeah. So see, she has magic think trinkets. Strahd is only now starting to appreciate the terror that has been unleashed upon his land. So you kind of skirt around the. Um, you skirt to the west a wee bit. Um, just in the the trees that are going around the village of Barovia uh, until uh, Irina, or sorry, until Ismark eventually motions uh, to head south, uh, and you uh, refind uh, that road that you had travelled upon uh, all that while ago when you when you first came to to Barovia, and you can see that the yeah. village the village is just off to the east, um, so it's um, uh, you know Ismark you know, nods. To the west, in fact, the uh, the, the road started to take a, a turn just down to the uh, southwest, actually. And uh, he says, "This way, this way is uh, it will lead to, to to the rest of the valley, uh, and eventually will take us to to Valaki." You know, just a thought. Uh, I bet you the blood of the vine tavern is empty right now. <laughs> you you have burned that bridge, sir. You've burned it. We're not actually. Back. Now that we're now that we're enjoying uh, a leisurely afternoon constitutional, this is a, a good opportunity to share with you all what I discovered um, while I was engaged in an intimate tete-a-tete with one of those Vistani ladies. Did you know the, the ones turned, that like 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 throw curses? Yes, yes, it was it was uh, it was a, a 
harrowingly exciting experience. Are you, are you cursed? <laughs> are you cursed now yourself? Well, many might say that. Uh, my life, when I look back upon your the looks. Years that I, when I, <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I did engage her in, in a little uh, flirtatious repartee, and she revealed that Strad had his heart broken generations ago, literally, uh, before the Vistani's grandmother's time, by a Tatiana, who was a peasant girl that uh, shattered his, his poor heart. Tatiana. I looked at Ismark and Irina. Like, Does that name ring a, a bell, Tatiana? I am, and, and they look at each other and say, no, I've, I've not heard of, I've not heard of this before, uh, Irina. And she, you know, she shakes her head as well in the negative. This is, this is news to them. Well, I, I do not believe, I do not believe that he, I do not believe that he could have any, any of those kind of emotions in his heart. For not anymore, at least. Not after Tatiana was done with him. But there may be a chink in his armor that we could explore. For example, if we could find a way to dress up Jean as Tatiana. I'm down. Um, yes. yes. I'm in for it, yes. I've been practicing this role all my life. I'm noticing that our team special is starting to specialize in certain tactics. Right. And I think uh, we should play to our strengths. Well, so what does Tatiana look like? Because I can't just like dress up like, you know, just someone. I ha- it has to look like her. She, she doesn't, she didn't know. We're going to have to be on the lookout for portraits or, or was, something. Uh, okay. She was a okay. peasant. All we know is that she was a peasant girl. Barovian peasant. Yeah. A peasant. So maybe you could wear like a peasant blouse. Anyway. We need we need more to go on. I can't prepare for a role just a peasant girl. <laughs> I thought you were a talented, the I, talented man of the boards. I need better direction. It's not about talent. You need a good director. Well, we'll have to ask Strad. Yes. Um, beyond that, did she look like that, this? <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, the, the, there are no magical items floating around. This area seems to have a, a dearth of uh, useful magical swords. But there is a lady who visits Madame Eva's camp a couple of hours away who sells magic trinkets. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, so that was a potentially promising lady. What was her name? I didn't catch her name. Just Jenny Green Peach. Jenny Green. Oh, and Jenny, I asked about the dream pastries. Oh, yes. Are they tasty? Was, is it like anise flavored or more like an almond sort of? Um, more like ruinously addictive. Um, I do like that. Death. I do enjoy that flavor. Well, if we ever tire each other's company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yes, um, that, that was about the, the long. She did reveal her propensity for curses. Um which is when I, I drew our little engagement. Well, I just want to say like now that uh, when uh, the cards come down on the table, I do not know you, sir. I will turn invisible and I will run away because you brought that curse on yourself. You well, two well, gentlemen, I, we, I, went, we I, went to a, a store and we bought useful things for our little troop here. You two went into a tavern and got us run out of town by a mob. Listen, by my words and actions, I often bring shame to my family. And in this case, I may have done it once more. But I circumvented it by making her believe that I am truly Engelbert Thespesian III. Um, a man of <laughs> but, 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 but less how, than 
charming appearance. How, how did you do this, old... sir? I, I I used, let's say, illusory magic to disguise myself as a a dramatically less attractive exemplar of my gender. Okay, uh, uh, but 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 like, if she sees you again now, as you were when you first appeared, will she not just assume you are Engelbert in your uh, disguise? No, I, I don't think so at all. Because I'm willing to bet <laughs> she will wager that any man of ill appearance will assume such a handsome appearance as this, as sort of a, a go-to avatar, as you will. So ah. who's to say which heinously disfigured young man was chosen to? Sort of dress himself up in this form. Yes, when I think standards of beauty, I think of you, Lord Tolf, and that's that's certainly true. Um, so well, that's why I always make sure to lock my bedroom door. <laughs> okay. As we so would anyone <laughs> say, like to hear the song, uh, the the monkey steals the master's hat. No. I thought like it was the, the, no. No. Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> um, so guys, we you, you you travel southwest along the uh, the road. Um, uh, Can we take a rest? <laughs> yeah, you certainly could do. I mean, you actually you've... never. Did we never heal him? I I'm not healed, and I and I I need my. Uh, he doesn't. Deserve I need my anything. anger back, and you guys might need your spells back. I'm thinking. So that's true. This yeah. is the. I mean, you're you come to just you've traveled for maybe like half an hour away from the village. Five five minutes. There's a there's a river. Sort of flowing through the, the, the valley, water. the valley here. Ooh. There's a uh, sort of stone bridge that you're just crossing over here at the moment. Certainly could be a, a good place to stop for. Now, are you talking about a, a short rest, like a? Like what a is the shortest rest? long rest we could take? Six hours. Ugh, that you, seems like a lot. Yeah, and, and certainly when you're discussing it, you know, as Mark will say, this is we are too close to. We're too close to the village uh, to risk doing that. Uh, I, I do not know how badly you have angered the Vistani, but they, you know, they, very badly. They they could very, very well they very could very badly. well be heading uh, after us at this moment. Uh, rest for half an hour to an hour, I, I think, would be acceptable. But any more than that, I think, would be risking discovery. Does my song of rest do us any good at this point? I can't recall. Oh, me neither. <laughs> How many hit dice do we get back uh, well, during you, a short rest? You are uh, third level now, so no, yes, you're third level, so you can roll three hit dice, yeah. uh, max, uh, before you take a long rest. So, uh, just checking. And do we get our constitution bonuses to those hit no, dice? No. I'm just checking. So, Josiah, you can use soothing music oration to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest. You or any friendly creatures who hear your performance regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more uh, hit dice. Each of these creatures regains an extra 1d6. There we go. So, so I think I can do that, but that would be my last spell. Is that right? No, it's, it does not a spell for you. It's just an extra bonus that you give to everyone because you're here. So, so that doesn't mean you get an extra d6 per die that you spend. It basically means that uh, you get an extra d6 on top of whatever else you spend. Uh, for everyone, so if um, Kellen basically rolls his hit die, his you can roll your one hit die and an extra d6 if you want. Sure, let's, I'll do that. So I, I pull out my concertina and I say, "I know that no one asked for it, but I'm going to play a song, and I think it might help us all feel a little better." And then I do. What Tavern just weeps in the corner? <laughs> um. 
Okay. So is Kellen spending some hit die? Dice? Yes, he is. Okay. How's he doing? Uh, he feels a little better. Okay. Um, guys, while this is happening, um, you you all you know you're sort of relaxing the bridge, looking at the running water. I mean, it's the, this is as close as you've come so far in Barovia to a, a peaceful scene. Um, all of you notice um, after a while uh, something uh, very high uh, in the sky above you. Um, I think Lord Talfin would, would notice it first, um, uh, but eventually the, the all of you realise that there is a a, a bird. Uh, up there, very high, and it's uh, uh, circling around. But but you, uh, you know, up by itself doesn't seem odd. I mean, there are other birds uh, flying about, but this one never really seems to leave uh, the area. And you're trying to get the distinct impression that it's, um, you know, paying attention to you. Um, eventually, you you do realize once you, once it comes low enough, uh, it, it is a a magpie uh, up there. What what's the range? Um, I mean, I, uh, you know. I'm sensing a fireball coming. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we're we're talking uh, pretty high up. Uh, you know, eighty feet uh, at least. Uh, but it, it varies. Eighty feet. Yeah. Okay. I incinerate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you. My range. My range is 120 feet. Okay. Oh. I hurl a mote of fire uh, up to 120 feet away. I doubt a magpie can take up to a D10 fire damage. Okay. Um, what's your? <laughs> do you want to roll an attack for an attack roll for your fireball? I think I rolled at a plus five. So I, uh, when, once I notice this ominous-looking scavenger bird tailing us when we're trying to flee, I uh, pull back my cuffs and and seeking not to interrupt uh, Jean's or uh, song. I just, you know, toss it. fireball straight up. Okay. And a 12 plus 5 is a 17. 17. So the fireball uh, hits the bird. Uh, what Could you do a damage roll for me, please? Yes, sir. This doesn't sound like a good idea either. Nine. Nine. So nine damage. So the, uh, the fireball uh, impacts on the bird. Um, now, uh, you know, it's a... Well, you've sent up a pretty clear flare, uh, flare, uh, you know, in the in the immediate area. Um, the, the bird gives a cry, a, a cry of pain. You're absolutely right. A, a magpie you would expect uh, that would incinerate it. However, um, the bird instead, you know, wheels away. You can see that it's still uh, in control. It uh, the flames, um, you know, lessen, but the the, the bird uh, flies away uh, to the west. Um, Can I get up one it. final shot at it whether it's within range? Or um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. But it flies west, not east. 18, yeah, that's... 23. Okay, do you want to roll damage for that as well? And a five. A five. So again, same again. And it looks like the bird uh, begins to plummet uh, after you hit it this time, but then it you know, flaps its wings, the, the flames go out, and it continues off to the west. So you, you're not a, a lover of songbirds, I take it. I, I, I feel that that's what we've learned here. Why are you why are you trying to blast that, that poor bird out of the sky? Are, are magpies known as songbirds? I thought they were simply known for their avarice. Well, I mean, they, 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 they can make noise. <laughs> as can you. I wouldn't call you a songbird. 
I beg your pardon, sir. <laughs> oh, I do a circuit of the group with my hand uh, up for a high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this magpie is not going to come to rescue, sir, again. Uh, I wouldn't expect it. <clears throat> okay. No, but um, I am not a fan of magpies, especially ones that are ominously circling overhead when we are seeking to flee beings that can cast curses. It could be under the control of Madame Eva. Right, precisely. Something that would tail us forever, that no matter how far or how desperately we ran, we would always be tracked by its beady eyes, drawing the forces of evil ever closer to surround us in a net until we were caught and then forced to, I don't know, what is it that the Stanis do with their, their prey? Listen to their... They're gypsy jigs or something. So do we do we have to like suspect every animal we come upon from here on out? Like if we we we, we meet a, like a a squirrel, do we have to blow it up as well? I mean, this is what is this? If it end? tracks us, if it tracks us, if it acts in a manner unnatural to its kind, right? So we just we so first we break into women's rooms, we steal their clothing, we try to kill them, and now we are. I mean, I don't I, know I, about I, we. I don't know if we should. We all did that one. That one well, we're all better. running because of it. I'm just saying, like, I, as a man of loose morals, you're all... You're suddenly <laughs> developing these... Well, you're just finding morals. a new bottom. Like, we're killing songbirds, and we're, like, like robbing women in their rooms. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> Welcome to Barovia, Jean Mallard. Oh. <laughs> this land breaks us all down, but we're here to survive. I guess. It is true. Okay. Anyway, um, you were playing a not-so-bad song, if you resume. Oh. All right, so this is called uh, The Monkey Steals the Master's no. Hat. Oh. <laughs> no. I object to this song dramatically. <laughs> even though I do not wear a hat. In the face. <laughs> it's the only song I know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and, you know, is Mark eventually, after a while, says... I think uh, if you are well rested, we should continue. I, I do not know if, if there will be pursuit uh, today or, or not. Uh, so I'm at full health. Is everyone else like? Uh... Yep, I'm close okay. enough. Okay, cool. Let's. All right. Carry I on. use I use a precipitation to clean everybody up, so everybody's clothing is now immaculate, clean, pressed. Oh. All stains and sweat and malodorous odors are gone. We the Stanny blood gone from blood, my blood is gone. Hair is clean and combed. Teeth is everything is great. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you can see you can tell that Ismark is particularly freaked out by the uh, the sensation of being cleaned by invisible hands. Um, mm. But um, he he gets over it. Um, so <laughs> that we'll continue, guys, um, for a few more hours travel. Now we're we're getting into evening. Um, you know the sun is getting a wee bit lower now. Um, by the time we reach um, a fork in the road. So, guys, there's an old uh, wooden gallows here, uh, creaking in a, in a chill wind that blows uh, down from the, the high ground to the west. Um, a, frayed, a frayed length of rope dances from the beam here, uh, and the, the road splits. Um, and there's a signpost opposite the gallows, and it points off in three directions. To the east, where you came from, it mentions that's where Barovia Village is. Zerpool is to the northwest, and Ravenloft and Valaki are both uh, to the southwest. 
Um, so the northwest road, the one to the Zerpool, it slants down and it disappears down into the trees, whereas the southwest road, the one to Ravenloft and Valaki, uh, heads upwards. Um, across from the gallows, uh, there's a low wall crumbling in places, uh, and it partially encloses a small plot of graves shrouded in the fog that always seems to to coat these lands. What time of day is it? Uh, early evening. You've been travelling for a good few hours now. Has anyone noticed that we have we, 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 we only like come upon like graveyards and abysmal towns like are there no amusements in this place? No no happy places? Um, and uh, Irina, like Irina looks at you and she says, "What? What would you expect to find?" Fair. Hear me go round. <sighs> the blood of the vine tavern used to be a happy place. <laughs> yes, well, you solved that. <laughs> uh, I, I sit on the low wall and I remove my boots and shake some rocks out. And I, I say, "So, do we go to visit Madame Eva and?" Explain all the misunderstandings that have taken place so far between us and the Vistani, or continue on to Valaki? No, on to Valaki, then. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I I, I feel like we should at least have a conversation. Like, if we're going to, like, encounter these beasts again, we... Again, we... We almost were all murdered when we caught one by surprise and had it where we wanted it trapped in a corner, so... Are you talking about the Vistani? Who has the, the magic trinkets? Jenny Greenteeth. That's the nope. person I want to meet. I want to meet Jenny Greenteeth. Do you want? So you do want to go to the Vistani? Is that where she is? Oh, something else that um, the Vistani told me. Yes. Uh, interesting. They can foretell the future. They believe everything oh. is predestined, and that. Um, through their sorcerous arts, they can part the mists of time and see what is to come. And uh, then when they when, will know I had no choice but to uh, put that axe. When in that when when you when you say this, uh, Irina steps forward and she says, "Yes, this is true. Ma- Madame Eva is is particularly well known for for doing this. Father would would often uh, reach out to her to to advise him on on, on particularly important matters." Uh, but Ismark uh, seems considerably less impressed, um, and 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 he says, "Ridiculous! It should never have had anything to do with any of the servants of the devil." Yes, she did make it quite clear that they do serve their dark master, um, and their loyalty is absolute to. And, does he, and, uh, does he know, pay well? I mean, do I know anything else about this dark master? You know, Irina says, "Father, father did not believe that they were." truly evil he did try to explain imagine you are caught in this position and, and what what choice do they have they can serve this evil being or or what be, live like us uh, and you know is mark uh, just his face contorts in anger and he says it's not good enough that's not a good enough reason to side nobody should side with with something like strad I think father was, was a fool. Father was a fool for having anything to do with the Fistani. He does sound like a fool. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you if you go hungry long enough, I mean, yeah, I mean, eventually you might think like, why not the Dark Lord? I understand. It makes sense. 
I'm sorry, Master Sona. What, what were you saying? You, 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 you go. So it's, it's just um, so the Vistani are people who obviously have some sort of magic which can be used effectively against vampires. We don't know uh, if it can be used against Strahd, but it seems strange that they would then side with him. So are they not like in in rebellion? They it must be that if they have. If they have the magic and the tools to use against vampires, then they must be in very high demand. I, I don't understand why they're not part, an integral part of this society and culture. Well, because they've been so like uh, just they, they, they've been cast out. There have been other eyes. They've been dismissed as you know. Maybe they just feel like like uh, outsiders. Shall we take a vote? Democracy, after all, is the highest form of self-governance. So uh, Irina steps forward and she says, I, I would like to see Madame Eva. Uh, I've heard a lot about her and, and uh, I know Father would believe that she would have good advice in, in a situation like this. Uh, and and I, you know, Ismark counters with, it's ridiculous, not at all. You're basically saying you want to tell Vistani that we have left Barovia and are running away? It's madness. What are the odds that they're going to hear about what happened in the bedroom? Good. They're good. Getting that special book and that nice shawl. Which you gave both to me. You're trying to pin this on me, sir, aren't you? That's right. (laughs) I see through you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have one for one against Master Sunna. I'm very unsure about these women who are calling themselves Vistani. Uh, we didn't really get a very welcome uh, first time meeting with. Them. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure Lord Tarfron can pull that wooing off again. Um, oh, I probably could. No. Let's let's hope. <laughs> I probably so. could. No, no, sir. <laughs> that is, that I, reservoir is deep. I do the bucket is small. The bucket is small. We do need it's all relative. weapons. Uh, we do need, uh, you know, mechanisms of defense. So uh, mm. I, I do not wish it, but I do think we should go to these people. All right, that's one four. Master yes. Kellen? I agree wholeheartedly with everything Master Sona said. That's... Three and one against. So either we go for a tie or we go to see the Vistani. Uh, John? I, I, I agree with Master Sima. All right. Then my vote is irrelevant. I pull on my boot. I stand up and dust off my coat. And say, to the Vistani. You cannot be serious. This is madness. You're, you're walking straight into the camp of our enemy. Yes. Yeah. That's how we roll. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go through their drawers and you know. Outside the camp. You are you are in the timeout, sir. You're on the naughty stuff. <laughs> okay. So um, think of it this way. They would never expect us to do this because it makes no sense. It would yeah, be absolute sense. idiocy if I tried that again. So no, they'd never expect it. Well, but perhaps, we should, perhaps we should disguise him. And you as well. I mean, it, 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 Master Sonami, like we are, we are like relatively like you know strangers to them. Oh. You've been distinguishing yourself. 
You want me to? I can disguise myself easily. Okay. Well, what about him? Can we? I could put some rose water on me. Uh, this could take more than. Well, the shawl could help. Give him a concertina to hold. They might think he's <sighs> the famous John Mallarmé. <clears throat> I'd there's more, there's more to it. Than that. <laughs> I don't know. If there is. In my land, we we know many tales of woe. <laughs> With monkeys and hats, just tell them. Slip in the monkey for the dread lord, and you're set. <laughs> it is a it's a polemic. There's a political element to the song. You wouldn't understand. The dread lord steals the master's head. All you have to do is put the concertina to your lips and blow through it, and you're set. Everyone will that think is you're not how, That is not how it's Isn't that concertina one of those little. What are we talking about? Oh my! Uh, it's like you know, it's like those alpine horns. <laughs> 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 Anyone remember those infomercials for Zomfear? <laughs> okay, so so you're saying that that, I, that 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 I'm the loathsome character. I I was good. I I have procured uh, flasks of oil for the troop. I love the way you say I was good. <laughs> <laughs> I pat I pat John comfortingly on the shoulder. Says we all must come upon a time of self realization. Some he thinks the bar doth protest too much. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. So let let us let us decamp and go face our fate. Okay. All right, guys. It's so, already apparently predetermined for us. <laughs> so we uh, you you travel down the road, and uh, you know is Mark mutters um, constantly under his breath as 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 you do so, um, and you travel on down it, walking for about half an hour. Um, the sort of gravel road eventually disappears. Um, it's uh, and eventually it's replaced by a, a twisted, muddy path through the trees, and you can see deep ruts in the earth, um, showing clear evidence of the the coming and going of uh, wagons. Um, suddenly, the sort of canopy of mist and the branches gives way to um, to black clouds. Um, far above you guys, uh, but here there's a clearing right beside the river. So the river here is a lot wider than it was when you crossed it a while back, um, and it's almost like a, a small well, it is forming a small lake several hundred feet across. Now before you there are five colourful round tents, about ten foot in diameter, pitched uh, outside a ring of um, like four barrel topped wagons. Um, no, there's a much larger tent um, standing by the shore um, of the uh, lake, and it's um, you can see that there's lights uh, inside it, sort of lighting up through the tarpaulin over it, uh, and there's some horses, about eight horses, drinking from the water close to the much larger tent. Um, now the mournful strains of an accordion are playing here, guys. There's several brightly clad figures um, singing around the bonfire that the wagons are surrounding. Um, and the footpath that you're on continues past this camp, um, and it continues all along the edge of the river, if you want to. That looks like fun. I mean, do we not all agree? I think, you know, if you're going to find a traveling theater troupe, that's where you look. And you should be our spokesman, since you're an I don't know if I should be the spokesman. I think that the first person in should be the most distinguished looking of the lot, and that would have to be you, Lord Toffer. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to be disguising myself. Oh. Master Suna. 
I can walk ahead, yes. I'm probably best. Yeah. You make a good impression. You don't rob people on sight. Yes, I'm also not like a a blood-stained barbarian who, you know, has been thieving or, you know, some wizard who apparently has a knob on his thumb. I know the two of us are so moral. I'm going to uh, disguise myself as the, the master of House Dirth. That one I did before. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have how many spells do you have left? It's my last one. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Mm. So can, okay. I have a few cantrips left. Okay, that's fine. What, what about yeah? What about everyone else? Are you, <clears throat> you happy enough? I, I I think that this might be a, no. Well, I mean, should I should I put on the the shawl? Madame Rousseau, is this, is this her, her time to shine? Do we? I feel it. it. This is it. This is <laughs> it. All right. It's been a long time since Madame It has Rousseau. been a long time. So I, I take the shawl and I put it over my head and I I uh, unveil my crystal ball, which, uh, you know, I, I, I feel is, is the centerpiece of the disguise. And I also <laughs> hunch over so that I can walk at a stooped pace. Madame Eva and Madame Rousseau are just going to get along famously, I think. I feel it. Okay. Um, oh, 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 and as a minor illusion, a, a big hairy mole right here. Just in the, <laughs> the upper lip. Okay. You know, I feel that completes the, the whole effect. It's good. Um, continue. I like it. Um, okay. Are, we, are you approaching the, the, the camp then, guys? Following Madame Rousseau. No, 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 no. <laughs> Masasuna leads. She is. We have all seen what happens when we lead a charge. She's leading. I will follow as, you know, support. Okay. So as you approach, guys, there are 12 of these uh, Vistani uh, around the fire. Guys, they are having a pretty good time. Um, You can tell that they're pretty much all, uh, uh, in some ways, inebriated. Um, And they're just sitting there. There's lots of wine bottles on the go. Um, you know, they're just really being very loud, telling stories with each other, a couple of people singing along very badly to the accordion playing. Um, yeah, and they see you, and you know, the, the accordion stops, and they, um, uh, you know, they all have a wee look, they, they kind of take their assessment off you, and then they kind of shrug and go back to playing the accordion and having their drinks and, um, Telling stories to each other. Let's take this as a good sign. <laughs> I, 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 I w- and and the, the fellow on the accordion is quite good. I think that's, you know, you got to respect her for the musician. Okay. We uh, do a dueling banjos when you're concertina in his accordion? I, I, I would not. Well, no, <clears throat> I am Madame Rousseau. I have to stay in character. Please do not distract me. <laughs> the devil went down to Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> Several generations. Uh, well, we move forward. We enter the circle mm-hmm. of firelight, and I nod my head uh, graciously to all those who make eye contact. Okay. And uh, so, wanna... sorry. Go ahead. No one. What were you saying? No. I was going to say, if anyone approaches at all, or they just don't mind us. Yeah. As, as soon as you come into the fire, the, the campfire, one of the uh, one of the men's older. 
you know, round paunched guy, but you know, he, he looks like he's, he's done pretty well for himself. He, he looks at you all and he says, Come, friends, come join us. It is a good night to drink under the stars. Somebody get these strangers some wine. Let them share our campfire. I like him. I like him. I think we do exactly what he said. Yes. I, sounds like he's forgiven me for everything I've done. And I, 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 I is a, a show of gratitude. I, I, I could tell your fortune. I am a fortune teller. You would like to know what awaits you tomorrow. Um. So <laughs> the, uh, like the women around the, the the campfire. Oh, sorry. Take a deception check. <laughs> this is going to be great. You're offering to tell the Vistadi's their fortune. Twenty-two. Whoa. Okay. Oh, so the the women around the campfire give a give a small chuckle, um, uh, but the men they sort of uh, they look at each other and they they go oh, uh, you know, almost as if you're offering them something you know that they is often withheld from them, and they they kind of go oh, okay, let's uh, have a couple of drinks and then we will see if you can uh, you can tell me a better future than the one that uh, my wife has promised me. <laughs> Um, so, um, marital strife so, so um, you know they, they share around uh, sort of a bottle of, a bottle of wine each guys um, you know there's, there's, there's plenty of uh, space around the fire like none of them none of them are particularly you know not, nobody like strikes up like major conversations with you but they're happy for you to sort of sit there and you know they react to you if you, you speak to them um, Madame Rousseau, um, one of the men, after a few minutes, um, shuffles over to you, uh, and he says, "So, uh, uh, can you can you tell me my future?" I, <clears throat> I, I, I'm seeing something foggy, but yes, yeah, so there is. is I, uh, yes, I am planning on spending a lot of time in Barovia. That's, that's obviously <laughs> what the fog is. That's what happened. Um, there, 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 there is a person that you you care deeply for. Yes, yes, that's right. My mother. And they are, they're, they're suffering. Well, she's not feeling very well, that's right. She had too yes, much. To, yes, She's already gone yes. to bed because she had too much to drink. You're very good at this. Oh, well, I, it's, 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 it's just, it, the, the voices speak through me. I don't really feel that I am speaking myself. I'm so humble too, yes. Yes, well, and they, they tell me that she will, she will make a full recovery. Oh, thank goodness. I was. She will be okay. I was kind of worried. I was kind of worried. Yes. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I, there is there is something else though. It oh, says no. that you should always be kind to strangers. You know, does that make any sense to you? Is it yes, no, no, absolutely. That is the Vistani way. Look, we are, you are strangers right here, and we are welcoming oh, you to oh, our campfire. Oh, I thought we were already family. Oh. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You've made me very happy. Um, I hope I hope you take no insults. But um, when the Fistani tell the fortune, we um, we tend to reward with gold. Uh, so please take take this gold coin. I it's, cannot. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, no, happy no, please, please, please tell your friends that I I cannot accept gold and in in exchange for telling their futures. Tell all your friends that I could possibly never do that. Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I, he's slightly confused, but um, I, okay. Th- thank you. Have have some more wine. Have some more wine. Oh, um, I will. You're almost almost as good as Madame Eva. It's excellent. Wait, 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 wait a moment. Yes. Is what? he here? 
Who is this that I'm almost as good as? Well, you know, Mad- Mad- Madam Eva, I'm, that's like, I'm paying you a great compliment, Madam Eva. <laughs> Wait a There's no one who is more accomplished in the, the, the art of, of foretelling the future than Madame Rousseau. So I, I, I can't imagine who you're... Who is this so, person? Guys, so the rest of you, um, you know, like... Uh, Madame Rousseau, this, this, this exchange, you know, it's happening around the campfire. It's not particularly private, but nobody's really paying too much attention. However, when uh, when Madame Rousseau uh, starts to to talk about Madame Eva uh, in that way, um, you know, the the mood of the rest of the Vistani, especially the the Vistani women around the campfire, uh, it certainly darkens, uh, and you can see them start to to you know turn quite. You know, slightly angry glares towards Madame Rousseau as as she's saying this. We don't know her at all. She just followed us on the way. I, I, I it is an innocent question. Like, if there is someone here who can compete with my ability to predict the future, should they not at least entertain me as 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 a guest? And so one of the one of the uh, women, a uh, young woman with um, uh, blonde hair, um, she's got her arm around um, the person you assume is her husband. Um, she you know, nods at you around the over the campfire, and she nods in the direction of the large tent, and she says, "Madam Eva does not come to you. You go to Madam Eva." She has short legs. I take it. Well, all right, I will go to her. <clears throat> Uh, come, my friends. We're going to go to Madame Eva. You're still my friends, right? We're all rolling this together. Who, who are you again? Oh my god! <laughs> no, maybe I we should go up. to to Madame Eva. Uh, will this cost anything? Do we have uh, to pay a gold then? Are you who? Who are you? Who are you asking that? Uh, uh, I. I the nice, the very nice man who offered Madame Rousseau compensation. It it is customary. It is customary. Uh, oh, so she's one of those charlatans who demands payment for her predictions. Is that what you're telling me? I, 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 I feel that that Madame is Madame not Rousseau by the ear. Madame I Rousseau by the ear. I grab yeah, Madame Rousseau by the ear, and I frog march her into Madame Eva's tent. She's quite get. drunk. <laughs> Yes, okay. she's, she's had too many bottles of wine today. So, um, magic flames cast a reddish glow over the interior of this tent um, and reveals a, a low table covered in a black velvet cloth. Uh, glints of light seem to flash from a crystal ball on the table uh, as, as a, a, a hunched figure peers into its, de- its depths. Um, as the crone speaks, her voice crackles like dry weeds. At last, you have arrived. Cackling laughter, laughter bursts like mad lightning from her withered lips. Come, I, come and sit. I I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> like I told them that before we even got here. It's going to be a crystal ball off. Yes. So, <laughs> I, Madame Rousseau from the tower itself. Come. Come and sit at my table. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't tell her that. That's, that's <laughs> creepy that she knows that. Uh, yes, I, I, I will. I will share a table with you. It is. It is a pleasure to have someone else gifted in the arts uh, in my home. 
it is an honor, of course, to meet you as well. And I shall, uh, I shall keep a hold of my wine supplies just in case any of them <laughs> manage to make their way into your possession by mistake, as often happened behind the playhouses, I believe. Oh my god, she's on to me. Should we, should we should run? I push my down and move forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, it, it, please. Um, now, I had been expecting somebody else. Uh, she's looking at, at Lord Talfron in, in the guise of the, the master of the house. I had been expecting a man who had wasted his life away in books instead of pursuing those who had wronged his family. But perhaps I am mistaken. <clears throat> Lord, Lord, Lord Taffern, do you want to answer? Lord Taffern seems a little taken aback, but then he coughs into his fists and he says, Whether or not you are, my dear lady, you have whom you have before you. And I sketch a low bow. Okay, please take a seat at my table and Master McCrag as well. The, uh, the spirit of your father calls out, but he can wait for revenge for a while longer. Come sit at my table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a lot worse decisions today. Believe me. <laughs> and finally, Master Sana, you are worried. Your friend... You do not know what fate has befallen them. Do you? I do. They are safe for now. But but shadows loom towards them. So, have you come to have your fortunes read to you? I, I wouldn't be adverse to it. I I I feel like you know uh, <clears throat> that would be that would be helpful. I see. How are you enjoying your time in uh, Barovia so far? Lovely place. It's lovely. Yes. If you can tailor uh, my fortune to where and when exactly we're going to find magic weapons, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Madam Eva uh, takes out uh, a pack of cards uh, and begins to shuffle them. Um, and um, all the while sort of looking between you and she's smiling uh, very cheekily, having a, having a wee laugh, but she's not actually saying anything. Um, and she says, do you know the Taroka deck? No. And she f- yeah. she flashes a, a couple of the cards, and you can see, uh, you know, uh, it's not it's not like normal playing cards. It's, uh, you know, these these cards all have uh, different images drawn on them, um, and, and certainly doesn't look. I don't know if any of your worlds have have tarot cards. It's obviously very similar uh, to that. So <laughs> these cards uh, they will tell your fortune, and perhaps will guide you. Uh, in your quest in this land. That would be useful. That sounds okay. good. Thank you. Yes. Um, I think, I think, 
If I might suggest, <clears throat> if I might suggest, you should probably do this on McGrag first, the large man. He's he's expendable. <clears throat> I lean forward over the table and I say, "What can you tell us of Tatiana?" Tatiana, that is a name I have not heard in a, a long time. Where have you heard this name before? We overheard it at the Blood of the Vine Tavern. Some of your family there were being quite loud and seemed inebriated. Oh, how are how are the girls doing at the Blood of the they're Vine? They're great. They're, they're oh, doing well. And she, they're uh, they're she, doing well. They're fantastic. She out. she is looking at uh, Kellen as she says this, uh, and although she is smiling, um, the look in her eyes uh, suggests uh, that there's a bit of anger there. Oh. Uh, she's holding back, and she she does lean forward over the ball, uh, and she says, "I would not linger too long at the pool, for the girls will be quickly on the move." Thanks for the hot tip. Oh God! We should just leave him here. I just okay. So, um, Tati, Tatiana, what can you tell us? I think we shall tell your fortune first, and then we'll see if there is anything else to add to it. And she um, she shuffles go. the cards, and she uh, lays them down on the table in front of you all. Um, so she lays them in a she lays five cards out in total. Uh, in the form of a, a, a cross. So there's one at the top, then a, a row of three, then one at the bottom as well. And then she takes a hold of uh, the first card, the card to the far left of the cross. And she says, are you ready? I, 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 I wouldn't say I was, I was ready, but I'm, I'm prepared. Okay. And we're going to end it there, I think. That's where. Next time on a very special crit face. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're all going to die. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Death card, death card, de- oh, death card, and death oh, another death card. I didn't know there were five of those in the deck. I only thought there were two. What do you know? <laughs> Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group. <laughs>